Dillon, up ahead, Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come out with it. And Michigan State is headed to the plus. Hey everybody, you're listening to uh, Emergency Podcast of Spartan Crazy with Ryan and Tim. Uh, I'm sure most of you know Max Christie committed today uh, is Tuesday, July 7th. Um, so, about a good past week or so for uh, for Tom Izzo recruiting. Um, obviously, getting a commitment from Monty Bates last week and now a five-star uh, top 15 guy in Max Christie from Chicago. He's the number one rated shooting guard in the entire country for the 2021 class. Uh, very impressive offer sheet. He had offers from uh, Duke, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, uh, Cal, Baylor, Northwestern. His mom is actually a Northwestern grad. I believe she played ba- basketball there. Um Ohio State, Purdue, Stanford, Villanova, Virginia, Wisconsin are the, I think, big offers he got. Um, so, I mean, you could tell he's a smart kid. I, I'm sure that most of you watched his interview today. He's very well-spoken, seems very mature for his age. Um, so, I mean, he's got offers from a lot of big, really good academic schools. Northwestern, obviously, there, Stanford, Virginia. So... Uh, smart kid, but this is a huge get in my opinion for Tom Izzo. I think that they're going to add. We're going to do a recruiting rundown in a little bit uh, for just see what goes on in the future. But uh, I think that for sure MSU is going to try to add one more to this twenty-one class. Uh, I would assume they're going to try to get Amani Bates to class to twenty-one. So, Tim, what were your thoughts on this commitment? Um, so, you know, we knew, at least Ryan and I knew for a little while now, a little while being like, what, a week, Ryan? Yeah, about a week. Um, we knew that this was pretty much in the bag. Um, there'd been a lot of rumblings that this was going to happen. Um, and you saw with the crystal balls, even though I don't love crystal balls, but you saw like a real tide turn there and um so once we sort of were able to um come to terms with the money that all of a sudden we're basically getting the tip that max christie will be a spartan and if all goes as i think michigan state fans who are in the know if they all if it all goes how we think it's going to go um they'll be teammates Imani and Max so it's I mean it's almost overwhelming like uh, maybe in a couple of days I'll really have it sink in but um, you know I think someone said today that Max Christie if he were to have committed to Michigan which they weren't really recruiting him or anything but 
let's say he went to Michigan, he would have been their highest recruit of all time. So <laughs> it's not, you know, that's quite the stat right there. And that's to top off a Imani Bates. Um, and again, we're kind of assuming Imani Bates is going to reclassify and play in that same year. Um, and, and also on top of Pierre Brooks, who I don't know if you and I have even talked about him, Ryan. Uh, we've gotten the chance to. Not really. Um, we're going to do that today. But, um, yeah, it, it's not mincing words when you say that given the class right now, and, again, a lot of people have been um, clumping Amani in with these other two as the same class, even though that's technically not accurate. Um, so let's say they are the same class. This is already easily one of Izzo's best recruiting classes of all time. Um, uh, Gary Parrish and Matt Norlander of CBS, they predict Imani to be in that class. And if, as they predict, which they do, that Imani will play at MSU, um, they think that they'll go on t- to add to their class and have the number one recruiting class in the country. Uh, is that good, Ryan? That's uh, it's pretty solid. Yeah, so <laughs> that – I mean, what more could you want? You're getting Imani. Ding, 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 ding. Um, now let's just round it out with the best class anyway. I mean, I mean it, it's hard to <laughs> – everything's going right. And it almost scares me because everything's going right. Yeah, especially considering how this year's just gone as a whole. I mean, it's like, wow, we can actually get nice things for the first time in forever. But, no, seriously uh, – Really big news today. I mean, it's – he said his top five at the end, I think, were Northwestern, Ohio State, Purdue. I can't remember who the – uh, Villanova. I know it was Villanova. I okay. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, I mean, Duke recruited him for a, while, for a while, and I don't know what exactly happened there, but there's an insider – on the Spartan mag board for rivals. If you don't have a sub, I recommend it. They, especially for uh, if you want in-depth uh, breakdowns for football, that's the place to go. But uh, they uh, insider there who apparently knew the Christie thing, which said that Duke had been out of it for since M- March, maybe. Um, so they weren't even really a factor towards then. I don't know. He he said that. Uh, it was more of a Christie decision than it was a Duke decision for whatever that's worth. Um, so, I mean, but to beat Duke out for a recruit, which I think you can look at it this way, is big considering all the obvious close calls MSU has had with losing recruits to Duke. I mean, I you, you could make a whole list of it, but uh, it feels nice to get a guy that Duke recruited for a long time. Yeah, and that's the big one. I think for me, another – big part of this is in the span of basically a week, um, two five-star recruits, very high profile, have gone on to, I mean, you could call BTN national television um, and committed to Michigan State. I mean, this is, this is very real 
you know, people are watching this. They see it. They see top kids choosing state. Um, Christy being from Illinois, you know, because a lot of people are you have noted that Imani is from Michigan. Obviously, that is incredibly helpful there. But um, Christy coming from Illinois, having offers from huge schools. Um, and I, a really interesting bit is that he he uh, committed before Imani. Um, yes. So it's kind of funny to think about Izzo getting the Amani news after, you know, sealing the deal on Max Christie. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, he's probably enjoying this little stretch right now, but um, I want to clarify. I was just thinking as you're talking, when I said Max Christie would be Michigan's university of Michigan's best recruit ever, that's in the recruiting service era. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so like, since Chris 04, Weber, 04, I think is where that's Yes. So they've had um, better players. You know, Chris Webber is an amazing, like, generational sort of guy. But Max Christie, this is a very, very big deal. And do you know off the top of your head the recruits Izzo's gotten? It's a short list that are rated um, higher. Th- that are rated higher. Um, Shan- I know Shannon Brown is one. I believe well, Monty Bates is the, I is think, the one. Obviously. I think Miles Bridges is. No, he was – Actually, no, Jared Jackson's one of them for sure. I think that him and Miles were really close. I know somebody tweeted this out. Um, yeah, I don't know that. Was it I Will mean, Hunter? I think it was Will Hunter. Yeah, um, I think go follow, right. go follow Will. Go follow Will on Twitter, by the way. He's a good follow. Him and she do a good job with the Locked On podcast. But uh, um, I'm looking I'm looking it up right now. Uh, he, he said Bates, Shannon Brown. Yes, Jared Jackson and Bridges. He, so he is the fifth highest rated recruit Izzo's ever gotten. That's a pretty so, good list. Yeah, it's solid. They're very good. But um, um Go ahead. He, yeah, he's uh I mean Will said that he he, I, he thinks a good comp for him is Gary Harris. So I mean Gary Harris wound up being pretty good. So I mean if he can wind up being as good as Gary, I'll definitely take that. I mean that <laughs> Gary was a damn good player. So Yeah, and maybe a uh a little bit of um certain different uh, differences and strengths there. You know, Max has to put on some muscle. Not that Gary was some sort of tank or anything, but, um, you know, Max is just, it appears to me like an NBA-type uh, scorer um, in sort of an NBA-type offense. Um, I like to, this is very random, but I like to think of like a Rip Hamilton for Max Christie. That's actually a really good comparison. Um, Not... Mid-range, you know, hitting the quick pull-up shots type. And, you know, you heard, he, like you said, he was very well-spoken. He said all the right things, and, you know, people do that often. But I honestly believe him when he says that he wants to come in and, and do what Izzo asks of him. And I think he's so talented that he's going to fit right in. I really do. Yeah, he's uh, he's good friends with Malik Hall as well. They're both from the Chicago area. So uh, he said that Malik Hall on his official visit was a very good host. So that's assuming – I would assume Malik will still be there when, uh, as a junior when Max yeah. is a freshman. So uh, that's – he's at least got somebody to take uh, – that's going to take him under his wing and show him the ropes. So that's definitely a good thing to have for him. 
Not that I think that would be an issue regardless, but uh, he definitely has some familiarity with the program outside of getting recruited. So that's a positive for sure. Yeah, you have to feel good about his sort of personality. Um, Just it seems like it's going to be a good fit because it's not always that simple, you know. Um, And when it's a good fit with Izzo, I think it really hits all – the you know they get everything they need out of that type of kid you know what i'm saying um so whether or not max christie uh stays only one year or two years hopefully like a gary harris i think that he is going to be an instant impact on the team it's easy to say but um i truly believe that he's probably going to start from day one and I think that he's going to be a double-digit scorer from the jump. Yeah, I, I think that he's going to – at the very least, he's going to be able to give you some offense. I mean, I think that he definitely has um, the length to be a good defender, kind of like kind of like Gary Harris in that regard. Regarding, because Gary was a really good defender at MSU, still is in the NBA. Um, so he, he's definitely going to – at the, I think he, I agree with you. I think he's a double-digit scorer his freshman year. I do think he's a two-year player, though. I think he might have to put on some weight, um, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But he's he, I, uh, I know that um, Brendan Quinn talked to him today, and he said he's put on 15 pounds of muscle. So um, yeah. that's definitely a good thing. He's a growing kid. He's He's like, what, 17 right now? Maybe 16? Yeah, yeah, 17, I think. Um, he's got time. And I think an interesting tidbit, I honestly can't recall where I saw this, but um, apparently uh, Max Christie's camp said that they were looking for institutions, um, not just for athletics, obviously being basketball, but academics too, um, somewhere that it would be a good place for him to get a four-year degree. I mean, that's literally what they said. Now, I think that they're just covering all their bases. I'm guessing that he probably feels like he's not going to be a four-year player. I imagine very few five-stars do. But um, this is a kid who, in his interview with Andy Katz, said that you know he wants to be a college student. You know, he wants to have that experience. So, um, yeah, you might you might be right. We could see multiple years of um, of Max Christie. And I think any year past freshman year of Max Christie is going to be exactly like Gary Harris. It's going to be sensational. So, um, this, is a, this is a, a winner in terms of the recruiting get, the, like, gold star. Oh, yeah, this is a – Massive get. I mean, MSU's been recruiting him for what two years at least. Um, at least, uh, and his he's got a younger brother who they offered. He's a 2023 kid, so he was a freshman this last year. Um, his brother Cam, uh, he's uh, goes obviously they go play they play at the same high school. So uh, that's a recruitment to keep an eye on in the future. Obviously, a lot can happen from now and then, but. Apparently, his brother's a damn good prospect, too. So just keep your eye out for that recruitment. But 
yeah, he's just seems like a well-spoken kid. I think he's going to fit in well with the culture at MSU, uh, with the basketball program. Um, and I'm excited to see what he can do. I mean, he's just – he's a scorer. Uh, and just thinking about him and Amadi Bates playing together is uh, very exciting. I, I, I would love to see that for one year. That would be very exciting to see. Let's – just since you said this, let's just fantasize for a second. Um, I would imagine with those two on the court, you're probably going to have, if he's there, a Rocket Watts playing point guard, probably. Let's just say that's the case. The, um, the full court push <laughs> with those three <laughs> is just going to be off the wall. I mean, oh man, because. Imani is Imani. He is a freak, and he could probably take it coast to coast right now in a D1, you know, Big Ten game and dunk on somebody. You know, Rocket is electric in the open court, and Max Christie, you know, he's 6'6". He covers ground. You know, he glides almost like, like an NBA player. It doesn't look like he's moving so fast, but he'll cover – with three dribbles of the ball, half court. So I mean, we're going to be seeing some insane, you know, counterattacks, if you will, off of a rebound for a dunk in that season if Imani and Max Christie are playing together because, you know, it'll be everyone on the court can oop to each other, maybe not Rocket, but he's got it in him. Yeah, I, I – I, uh... I was watching an Ant Wright uh, breakdown on Christie, and yeah, he mentioned the that he does Max Christie does not waste his dribbles, and that was a really good point. He uses his length to his advantage, and when he goes to the rim, to the rim, he goes. He's very quick and uh, very long, and he uses that to his advantage. That's something that's definitely going to help him against athleticism in the Big Ten. So. That that backcourt though, man, that is a scary thought. Assuming that Amani reclasses and that Rocket stays after next year, woo, man, that is one hell of a backcourt. And we're not even talking about, you know, with a combo of somebody else and Sissoko, who Sissoko dunks on ten foot rims like they're Fisher Price rims. It's honestly comical, um, and you know, let's say it's a. Well, it, we're speculating too much. You know, there's a lot of of athleticism on that roster, a, a lot. And uh, you know, MSU is often athletic, but we're talking, you know, five star athleticism at this point. Um, so anyway, uh, did you want to add anything on Max? I think that pretty much covers everything. Uh, uh, by the way, he was talking about the G League. He said that nobody had talked to him, and he would be very surprised if that was a route he took. So it sounds like he's – I would give it like a 95% chance he winds up playing in East Lansing. So I wouldn't be too worried about him going pro or anything like that. Yeah, barring like some sort of disaster, like, you know, crazy scandal or something, I'm going to put it at like a 99% chance that he plays at MSU. Um, so, you know, good get, good day. A lot of good days lately huh 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely not complaining. The recruiting has absolutely just been great lately. I mean, they got Pierre Brooks, what, about a month and a half ago? Yeah, and, let's talk uh, about him because okay. we never really – we didn't do a Pierre Brooks-specific podcast. And I don't know if we even mentioned him, mentioned him in the Imani podcast, but, you know, I think that might be a little bit of a disservice to him because – you know, this is a top 100 kid from Michigan, uh, Detroit to be specific. Um, in his, uh, what was the name of the that school that he committed on in his little video? Uh, are you talking about UFC Prep? No, 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 no. Um, in Pierre Brooks's commitment oh. video, he like was on the steps of some, you know, historic. I can't. I can't remember. I know. I know what you're talking about, but I can't remember the school. Basically, he paid homage to sort of a historical bid in Detroit. So this kid, he he understands it. He gets it. Um, he's top 100. He plays the same position as um, uh, as Max listed, but you know this kid is basically a combo. Uh, you're going to see him, you know, moved around. He's very athletic. He's sort of built versus um, Imani and Max, who really have a lot to, of weight to put on. Pierre Brooks is he's a man already, basically. Um, he's got a pretty well-rounded game. I would say other than maybe jump shooting specifically, he can do that. But... It's his strength, his handle, his ability around the rim. Uh, he can dunk on you. And then he could also shoot over you. But really solid in-state kid. What do you think? Yeah, this is a good get. I mean, he, uh, offer sheet isn't incredible, but it's good enough definitely to be a top 100 kid. Arizona State, Butler, Illinois, Iowa, Kansas State, Michigan, Missouri, Northwestern. Uh, Oakland offered him. Uh, he had a Xavier offer. Um, so, I mean, he definitely got some – because I think he would have got more offers if he wouldn't have committed so soon, but he obviously wanted to get the recruiting process done. Um, like you said, he's built very well. He's definitely – I think he's going to be able to come in and he's going to be able to play with – he's going to be able to match up with older guys – at least defensively. He, he needs to get better defensively, but I think he has the potential to definitely be a very good defender. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's a combo guard, like you said. He's going to be moved around a lot. But he, he was a good get. He was definitely – I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't surprised when he committed. It seemed to be leaning towards MSU for a while. This was more of a Michigan-MSU battle than anything. So – but yeah, he is going to be he's 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 going to be a four year guy, I think. So you'll see him gradually progress on and on in his college career. So that's going to be exciting to watch. I always like watching those guys just progress sure. every year. So I'm excited to watch see how he improves each season. Yeah, he's got, and you know, it's hard to really put a stat to this or you know a quality but he's got the the spartan dog in him 
I don't know how else to say it. Um, he's really just kind of a, a, you know, a blue collar player. And obviously that's the type of player that uh, Tommy is a recruit. So, you know, they feel really good about it. And like you said, Michigan was recruiting him. Um, not to bring up the rival, but if you're beating out your in-state recruiting rival, not just on the court rival, you know, that's a win in its own in that um, you're sort of setting the standard for, you know, the best kids in Michigan will go to blank program. Um, And I think that they have that precedent in place, which is a perfect segue into the next recruit that is hot on the MSU trail. A lot of buzz around him lately. How about you get into him, Ryan? Yeah. uh, Jade Nakins, this guy that has been, MSU's been recruiting for a while now, uh, point guard out of Detroit. He is going to wind up playing at at Imani Bates' UFC prep, so he's going to be playing with him, so that can't hurt. But everybody seems to think he's going to wind up at Michigan State. Offer sheet, uh, Iowa, Michigan, MSU, Missouri, Xavier, Georgia Tech, Mississippi State, and Louisville. I think he's rated lower than he should be. I I think he's better than what he's ranked by. I mean, the capacity is 71, but 247 themselves has him as 92, which I think is way too low. Um, so there's been talks that he's going to commit soon, but I read some stuff that there are rumors that his camp were trying to get him to kind of play it out a little bit longer. So I, I think in the long run, he will be playing at MSU, but there, he, he's a, he's definitely a pure point guard, I think. Um, and, and this is, been mostly a Michigan MSU battle again, but uh, he's just a guy I, I think fits in very well at MSU. Been recruited for a while, so that's something to keep your eye out. Tim, what do you think about him? Yeah, I mean, what you said about him being ranked too low, I think, you know, probably like 100 through 50 on the top 100 could be scrambled up a lot you know what I mean oh Um, absolutely and Jaden Akins he's just exciting I don't know how to put it he's 6'3 point guard so he's got the size um incredible athlete just a ton of bounce explosive uh explosiveness um it's kind of and I may have made this comparison before it's kind of like a Jalen Terry whom we lost, but with five more inches. Um, he's just a bigger Jalen Terry in the terms of he's going to blow by people. He's going to even dunk on people, block people even. He's that kind of um, point guard athlete, and it's honestly exciting. I think he could even be a top 50 player. Um, that's my opinion. Uh We'll see how it bears out. You know, sometimes these things come down to exposure. Pretty sure that Jaden Akins does play in EYBL, though. But um, 
you know, like I said, 100 through 50, he could be the 50th best player. And they've just got the order wrong. Uh, this is a top 100 kid regardless. Um, inarguable. And uh, coming up in that year, you know, they probably will be in need of a new possibly four-year point guard. And if Jaden Akins goes to MSU, which, like you said, is the rumblings very heavily um, that that's going to happen, I think they do have a four-year point guard, and he's going to be uh, electric, and I think he's going to be a star. That's what – that's my opinion. But um, there is a lot of time in between, uh, in between there and now, and maybe – you know, things will get shaken up. You know, MSU does have a sort of stacked roster in terms of skill and scholarships. And when I say that, I mean they're going to have to have a couple of pieces move around for all of this to fall in place perfectly. Now, Max Christie, Imani Bates, those two are the kind of players that they're going to be on the roster no matter what has to happen. Um, the rest, you know, it definitely seems very possible. Um, and I'm going to let you go ahead and start to explain that situation. Yeah, so we're getting into scholarships, right? Correct. All right. Okay, uh, that's what I figured. So... There is, assuming Amani Bates uh, winds up in the 21 class and also uh, Jade Nakins, uh, there are two There are two over the scholarship limit, assuming nobody goes pro. I would, so they're going to probably, I would, I would assume that uh, there's a decent chance that Joey Hauser or Rocket Watts could go pro. So we'll just keep that in mind. But I would I would guess maybe one guy goes pro, so they're going to need a guy to transfer out. That brings up, and I I don't want to I have no idea if this is going to happen or not. But there's two guys who I think are on uh, track to graduate, uh, technically after their junior years, so they could wind up being a grad transfer elsewhere. And that's Thomas Kithier and. Um, Foster lawyer. I, I have no idea if they're going to wind up moving on. Those are just the two guys I think that make the most sense of transferring. And there's a lot of things that can change in the next year, so we don't really know. But there are they are technically going to be two over, assuming Jaden Nakins also commits. So that's just something to keep an eye on. I, I they will find a way to make make room for these guys. It doesn't really matter regardless and we haven't really we haven't even really talked about Kareem Mane on this podcast either that's another guy he yeah more more recent too or right. more relevant he would be he would be coming in this year so um and I, I think he'd be a one-year guy I, I don't see him sticking around for two um so I wouldn't worry about him in the scholarship uh count for 21-22 but that's how the scholarship chart looks as of now. And that's not, and technically uh, Jay Nakins is not on it, but that would, they would, that would, he would put them two over. Awesome. That, 
provides clarity, I think, for a lot of people. Um, so, yeah, it's not like the biggest issue, but it is something you have to keep your eye on. And, you know, sometimes these things do have real um, effects. Um, but Jaden Akins, you know, I'm looking at 247 right now, and they've got him 100%. To MSU, so it's a lot of people think that's the deal, but we'll see. For now, though, um, Max Christie is actually committed, um, along with Monty Bates and Pierre Brooks for that class. And um, you know, other than Jaden Akins, I think we really need to turn our attention towards those three guys in the NBA. Um, And that would be less than a month. We will have full clarity. That's kind of exciting to me, actually. Yeah, and we want to get – let's get into Kareem and A a little bit. We haven't really talked about him. So uh, Kareem and A is from uh, Canada. Uh, I'm not exactly sure which part of Canada he's from, but he is French. Um, So I would assume – I think he's from Quebec, I believe. But uh, so MSU and Marquette have been seen as the two teams, really. And then Marquette wound up picking up a transfer that most MSU fans are aware of in DJ Carton from Ohio State. And it's expected that he is going to be eligible to play right away. So that was kind of. I think that the, he was. Um, they granted it. I think that. It, I think. It is. I think you're right. I think you're right. But regardless, I would expect him to be able to. If he has not been granted or not, based on what happened, I would expect him to be eligible this coming year. Um. So he just Marquette's kind of out of the running in that recruitment now. So what's looked at now, I think, is is he going to go pro or is he going to wind up going to college and play at MSU? Keep in mind, he has not visited Michigan State. He has not been on campus before, which I know and with all these football recruits and stuff, they, they are all committing and they're not – they have never been on campus. But uh, – so I'm interested to see where this goes, but there's been – somebody put in a future cast on Rivals. One of the mods on the Spartan Mag board put in a future cast for Kareem Manet to come to MSU. So – I mean, I, I don't think we're going to have any clarity on this for, what, a couple months? Or at least... No. What, what does he have, like a month left until he has to make a decision? Yeah, le- less than a month. The same as uh, Tillman and um, Henry. Okay. Until so, August 3rd. Well, that's when he will... Okay, let me clarify. That's when he'll have to make his NBA decision. And I think we all... Everyone thinks that he won't stay in the NBA draft. Then... Um, I don't know the exact date by which he has to commit to a school. That's what you. Meant. I don't. I don't think there's a specific date. I think he can show up on campus. Like, just I, well, enroll. I, I just, first yeah, day. I think he can just enroll. Like, I know that there's been players that have done that before. I, I can't remember specific players, but I know it's happened. Um, so that's something to keep an eye on. I, I, I did not know. I forgot that the NBA deadline was in less than a month, but. Uh, so that's I, – I would check out – MSU is at the scholarship limit right now, correct? I, I don't think they have any spots technically open, assuming that both Xavier Tillman and uh, Aaron Henry come back, correct? Yeah, and 
and the Josh Langford thing where he's expected to return too. Um, if Henry and Tillman come back, there will be a scholarship issue for Monet. Um, rumblings are that if MSU wants all four of those guys to play on next year's team, they're going to make it happen. So that leads us to believe possible transfer. I would say from you know my sources, what I've heard, you shouldn't expect um, Monet to not come because of scholarships. Um, if he wants to come to MSU, he'll be playing at MSU. Yeah, so, look, he's he's just the kind of talent you make you make room for. I, I know people don't want to hear that, but that's just the way college, that's the way college basketball and college football work. There's certain guys where you'll take and you'll just make room for them. And yeah. I know people don't want to really hear that, but that's just the way it is nowadays. And MSU badly needs a point guard. This would be just the perfect scenario: a kid who's only going to come in for one year. Because then the next year, you know, they're going to be kind of packed. Um, he's, I mean, he's trying to go pro. This is, it does throw the stars out the window. This is a kid that's already trying to play in the NBA. Um, also, also, I want to point out that he, his composite rating is a joke because of ESPN and they don't really rank international players for, I believe, but 247 has him as a five-star recruit. He's top 30 guy. So he is, he's a legit player. Yeah, and we have talked about him. He would be – and it would just be insane to add him to the list of recruits because MSU would be pretty darn good. The point guard spot is kind of a question mark for next year. He would be pretty darn important to add. And I listened to uh, Izzo on Andy Katz's podcast today, and he didn't mention him by name, but he said – quote, or sort of paraphrasing, there's still one kid that we're recruiting for next season. Um, so this is very real in terms of possibility. seems unlikely he'll be going to the NBA. You know, he can always decide to try the pro in Europe or, you know, overseas or something. It's a definite possibility. But like you said, there has been some rumblings on recruiting websites. I think there's more. I think there's there was two crystal balls across two different websites that um, forecast for him. To yeah, I'm gonna, uh, it was at, it was on Rivals. I'm gonna look. Up, I'm gonna look up who uh, Corey Evans. He, yes, that I believe that I believe you're right. But and then uh, Sean Shearer, but he he does not have one in. It, it's, uh, it's two crystal balls for Marquette. I would assume those guys just haven't changed it yet. And oh, never mind. Jerry Meyer put Jerry Meyer put one in for professional and early may okay may i was just wrong about that then but yeah Corey evans rivals then so you know something to track there yeah i i it's pretty clear right now that it's either professional or he's going to msu i think i don't think there's anybody else really involved in this recruitment college wise so that's definitely something to keep an eye out on He's he's actually not ranked on rivals, so that might be what's screwing up his composite. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's because he's international. I mean, he's trying to go to the NBA. Right. I think it's safe I, to gonna, say he's a top fifty guy. Rivals has a much better view of who has offered him though than two four seven does. Arizona State, 
Arkansas, UConn, Illinois, Kansas, Marquette, Maryland, MSU, Oklahoma, Oregon, Seton Hall, Texas, Texas A&M, and Xavier are his offers. So he's got a pretty good offer sheet. What? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know all that. Uh, yep, those are his offers listed on Rivals. Well, you know, we'll have to track that as it goes, but he's had he's very quiet. It's hard to really get a lot of read on him because he's, you know, a foreign kid and he doesn't have a lot of activity on social media. So it's um, quiet on that end. Yeah, that's definitely the thing with foreign recruitments is it's really hard to get a read on most of them, it seems like. You know, the, I can't. the media isn't there to sort of prod at them. Um, right. So... But, yeah, that's one guy to keep an eye out on. I don't think there's – there's, like, no chance they take a grad transfer at this point, I'd assume. I just – I think pretty much everything is out the window on that. Yeah, I agree with you. And, I like, back when um, Monet declared to test the waters in the NBA draft, I think Brendan Quinn tweeted that they would probably before ever getting him. And I remember thinking, who are they going to get? You know, what, right. literally, what kids are there? What point guard is high enough level? I don't think there's any. So, no. If they were going to take a player and they didn't take a point guard, I would be stunned because that wouldn't make sense. Yeah, it's, it's Manet at this point, or they're not. A player that getting... can play point guard, at least. Right. Manet is the only guy that. I think that they potentially could add to the roster. Unless something like crazy that some guy that they were recruiting a year or two ago winds up on the market and they try to get him an immediate eligibility somehow like he did with Hauser, which did not work. But that's literally the only scenario I can think of. Right. It's a long shot. But, yeah, so that's the one guy to keep an eye out an eye out on to add to next season's team is Kareem Manet. But I mean, I, I also wanted to get into, I guess, well, Kobe Buffkin is announcing on Friday and I don't expect him to, I wind up, I expect him to wind up in Michigan, but he listed MSU in his top five. Uh, he's going <laughs> to, yeah. he's not coming here, but he's a, I believe he's top 100 on composite. I'm looking up right now. He he went to the same high school as Xavier Tillman. He is top 100 on composite. Yeah, um, he's right and, after Pierre Brooks, actually. I think he's like two spots. Yes. Yeah, he's right below Pierre Brooks. But he's he's Michigan's getting a solid player with him. Kind of a little bit more of a potential guy. But uh, he will be good in the coming years. Uh, MSU did offer him and – so, good get for Michigan there. Um, who else was I going to – oh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing – I'm going to butcher his name, but Enoch Boyake out of – where is he? He's from, Can, he's from Canada. Uh, he's from Ontario. Got a crystal ball in uh, this week, 2022 kid. Probably going to wind up being a five-star in that class. Uh Offers from Arizona, MSU, BYU, Houston, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, UCLA, Duke and Kentucky interests. So keep an eye out on him in the future. I don't know when he's deciding. I would assume it's a lays off in that one. 
Trey Holloway is another Trey Holloman, sorry. Uh Another guy, 2022 class, point guard from Minneapolis. Uh, he's been getting, picking up power five offers recently. Uh, does not – 247 lists him as not having an MSU offer, but I think he has one. Uh, Baylor, Iowa, Marquette, Minnesota, Nebraska, Texas, Wisconsin are his offers. I mean, this, this seems like the guy that Wisconsin just usually pulls out of Minnesota. Most of the time, but I would, from what I've read, if MSU pushes for him, they'll probably get him. So that's a guy to keep an eye out in the 22 class. I think that covers almost everybody that MSU is recruiting at a decent level right now. Yeah, for anything like relevant to now, because outside, you know, three years away, then it, so much can change. It's almost pointless to talk about. Right. And I already mentioned Max Christie is a younger brother who they've offered. I think he's the only guy they've offered in the 23 class. And uh, that is, did, that's I, definitely relevant because that would be an important sort of factor in that recruitment, I think. Right. And Ty Rogers, uh, 22 class. Uh, he's from, he plays a grand blank, top 70 kid. Uh, decent offer sheet so far. Florida State, Houston, Marquette, Michigan, Ohio State, Syracuse, and MSU's offered him. I read that he grew up a Michigan fan, so I'm not sure if this is going to end up the way MSU fans want it to, but he's a guy MSU's going to wind up recruiting hard, I believe. So, uh, small forward, 6'4 guy. So he, they can kind of move him around, 6'4, 180. But that's a guy to keep an eye out on, too. I mean, I, I don't expect Fletcher Lawyer to get much run from Michigan State. I think he's going to wind up in Indiana or Purdue, but that's Foster's younger brother. Just transferred to school in Indiana. He's going to go play with uh, Luke Good, who MSU recruited a little bit. Uh, he's committed to Illinois. So, I mean, I feel like that – yeah, that's pretty much everybody MSU's recruiting at a decent level. But All right. Well, a couple uh, of weeks for sure. Yeah. And hopefully it gets even better within inside the next month. You know, I just feel like we deserve good things. So this all makes sense to me. Yeah, no doubt. It's been a hasn't been a real fun year so far, but mm. I mean things seem to be taking a turn for the better. But yeah, that's our recruiting rundown. Obviously, talked a lot of Maddox Christie. So I think that covers anything. You got anything else to say, Tim? No, other than go green. All right, man. Take it easy. Go white. Dylan up ahead. Winston. No one near him. And he's going to come.